Shalom to all. Today's office from Mustafa Lamed Zion. We are starting 14 lines from the top at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov, Maisha, her Nishama Shadavanolio, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yechamil, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Nishama Shadavanolio. And the Mishnah said, Suffolk Ben Tesha. So we're discussing a case in the Mishnah where the Yavam married his Yavama without waiting the required three months. And she had a child after seven months. So it's a Suffolk if this is his child born after seven months, or if it's his brother's child born after nine months of pregnancy. The Mishnah said that a man of Shachla child is kosher. Either it's his brother's child and he's just been living Be'isar with his brother's wife all this time, or it's his child and the woman's his wife. Now, since it's a suffix, he has to divorce her, but he's not chayv to bring a carbon because we don't know for sure if he was living with her Be'isar. But now, Amalei Rav Rav Nachman, Rav asked Rav Nachman, Lema, why don't we just say, that we go after Rav women. The majority of women, and the majority of women have a baby after nine months. So why don't we say that this is really his brother's child and he's been living Be'isar with his brother's wife and he has to bring a carbon? So Amalei, he responded, our women, our wives have babies after seven months, not nine months. So Amalei Rav responds to Rav Nachman, your wives are the ones that determine what the majority of the world is. Amalei, so Rav Nachman told him, no, and this is what I'm saying. The majority of women have a baby after nine months and there is a meat that has after seven months. But if someone has a baby at nine months, so then the baby is recognizable after a third of days, meaning after three months, you're able to see that the woman's pregnant. But this woman, it was not recognizable after three months that she was pregnant. So now she has a reyesa in this rive. There's a question mark on this rive, so we can't say for sure that it's a nine-month baby. It might be a seven-month baby, and therefore we can't be mechaiv or a carbon. So he responded, If you're going to tell me that a woman who has a baby after nine months, you're able to see after three months already that she's pregnant, huh, this woman, since it was not recognizable after three months that she was pregnant, so that means that her baby is for sure a seven-month baby of the second husband, meaning this is Shimon's baby and not Ruvain's baby. So we have to tweak it a little bit. Ella, Emo, let's say that the majority of women that have a baby after nine months, you're able to see after three months that she's pregnant. And this one, since it wasn't recognizable after three months that she was pregnant, so now she has Reyesa in her rive. There's a question mark on her rive, and we still don't know, is it nine months or is it seven months? And continue to talk about this child who's a Suffolk. We don't know if his father is Ruvain, the deceased brother, or if his father is Shimon, the Yavam. We have a Brisa. Rishon, this first child, he's right to be a Kain Gadol, because Maman of Shach is kosher. Either he's the son of Ruvain or he's the son of Shimon. However, Shani, if Shimon lives with his Yavama long enough to have a second child, Moms are Misafik, he's a Moms are Misafik. We know that he's for sure Shimon's son, but we just don't know if Shimon was allowed to be married to his mother. It could be that his mother wasn't allowed to be married to Shimon, and therefore this child's a Moms are. Now, Rabbi Yazim Yaakov, Rabbi Yazim Yaakov says, Ain't Moms are Misafik, there's no Moms are Misafik. The Gemara now asks, Michael Amar, what does he mean by that, that Ain't Moms are Misafik? Amar Abai, so Abai explains, Hachikamar is what he's saying. Risha, in the first child, Royally is Kangal, is able to be a Kangal. Vishani, Suffolk Mamzer. The second one is a Suffolk, whether he's a Mamzer, but also Mamzeres, and he's not a Mary Mamzeres, because maybe he's not a Mamzer, so he's not a Mary Mamzeres, but he's also not necessarily Kusher, so he's not a Mary regular woman either. Where he says, Ain't a Suffolk Mamzer, Elevate Mamzer. He's not a Suffolk Mamzer, he's for sure a Mamzer, or both Mamzeres, and he's able to marry Mamzeres. Now, Rav Amar, Rav understands this the exact opposite way. Hachikamar, this is what we're saying. Risha and Royally is Kangadol. The first child is able to be a Kangadol, he's for sure Kusher. Vishani, the second child, Mamzer Vadim is Suffolk. He's a Mamzer because of the Suffolk, we don't know what he is, so we treat him as a Mamzer Vadai, Umotor Mamzeres, and he's allowed to marry Mamzeres. Rebbe Leazar Mnyakovim, Rebbe Leazar Mnyakov says, In Vadai Mamzer Misafik, you can't treat someone as a Mamzer Vadai if it's just a Suffolk. Ella, Suffolk Mamzer, he's a Suffolk Mamzer of Asra Mamzeres, and he's not allowed to marry Mamzeres. Our water Abai and Rafa arguing about, but Kamifli Gibbid Rebbe Lazar, they're arguing, and if we pass like Rebbe Lazar, then we have a Mishnah. Rebbe Lazar, I'm Rebbe Lazar, says, Vadon be Vadon Mutter. If someone has a Vadai status that they're not allowed to marry into Klai Yisrael, and we have another person who also has a v 
Avadai status are not allowed to marry into Kla Yisrael. These two people that are Avadahim, they're allowed to marry each other. However, Avadon Besfekon, Usfekon Bevadon, Usfekon Besfekon, Asr. Avadai with a Suffolk, a Suffolk with a Avadai, or a Suffolk and a Suffolk, they're not allowed to marry into each other. And Veluhin Sfekon, what are considered Suffolk? Shtuki Vasufi Vakusi. A Shtuki is someone whom he knows who his mother is, but when he calls out to someone thinking that it's his father, his mother quiets him. As in Mishaskin Oisai, she tells him, Shh, that's not your father, meaning we don't know who the child's father is, so that's a case of a Suffolk. A Sufi is someone who was Nasaf Min Hashuk. He was gathered in from the marketplace, so we don't know who his father or mother is. And a Kusi also, since they don't give any halachic validation to Kedushin of money and Shtar, a Kusi would be Makadesh someone, and then someone else would marry that person because they don't consider it as a Kedushin. Therefore, there was many Suffolk Mamzerim running around as Kusim. So these are all cases of Suffolk that are not allowed to marry each other, according to Rebbe Lazar. From Rabbi Yehuda Marav, Rabbi Yehuda said, B'Shem Rav, Halachic Rebbe Lazar, the Halachic Rebbe Lazar. And Kamrisak, I made this Shmuel. When I, Rabbi Yehuda, said this in front of Shmuel, Amrli, he told me, Hillel Shana, Hillel taught the following, Asar Yuchsan Olami Bavel. There are 10 different groups of Yichos that came up from Bavel. Kaihane, Levi, Yisraeli, Kaihane, Levi, and Yisraelim, Chalali, people that are Chalalim, they were born as Psulim Tekahuna, Geri, Haruri, Mamzeri, Nesine, Shtuki, Vasufi, Vikulan, and all them, Mutarn, Lavazabazet, they all have ability to marry each other in some form or another. When we say that they're allowed to marry each other, that means that Kaihane, Levi, and Yisraelim are allowed to marry each other. Yisraelim, Chalalim, Geirim, and freed slaves are allowed to intermarry, and Geirim, freed slaves, Mamzerim, Shtukim, and Asufim are also allowed to intermarry. And Va'at Amrit, you're saying Halacha Krebelazer, the Halachas like Rebelazer, that all these fakas are not allowed to marry each other? So we have this Machlekes, if the Halachas like Rebelazer, or if the Halachas like Hillel. So Abayas have a look at Shmuel. Abayas holds like Shmuel, the Amr Halacha Kehill, that Halachas like Hill, that these fakas are allowed to marry each other. And therefore, Mukila, Rebelazer, Ben Yaakov, Haliba, the Hilchasa, he explains Rebelazer, Ben Yaakov, according to that Halacha, Kihechid, Eloi, Tekshia, Hilchasa, Hilchasa, so there shouldn't be a question, Halacha on Halacha. Now, what does that mean that he explains Rebelazer, Ben Yaakov, according to the Halacha, so there shouldn't be a stira, one Halacha on another? So there's Halacha that any teaching of Rebelazer, Ben Yaakov is Kav Vinaki. Kav means it's measured. He doesn't have many halachas that he taught. But the ones that he did teach are naki. They're pure, and we follow them as halacha. So therefore, whenever we have a member from Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov that might contradict another halacha, we have to interpret the two as both conforming to halacha. So Abayah understands that the halachas like Hillel, that these groups that have Suffolk yichas are allowed to intermarry, and therefore he explains Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov in our case of Suffolk that he's treated like a mamzer vadai, and therefore he's allowed to marry a mamzer vadai. Whereas Rava, Savrlaka Rav, to Amr Halacha Rebbe Lezer, Rava holds like Rav that says the halachas like Rebbe Lezer that these fakas are not allowed to marry each other, and therefore, Mukilal, Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, Alib de Hilchsa, he explains Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov in a way that it's going to be according to the halacha, so there shouldn't be a kasha halacha on halacha. Rava went the other way. He paskins as halachas like Rabbi Lezer. Therefore, these Suffolk Yochsen are not allowed to intermarry, and therefore, he understood Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov in our case of Suffolk as asering him only me Suffolk and not treating him like a mamzer vadai. And our Rabbi says, How do I know that according to Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, every time we have a Suffolk, we treat him like a vadai, titani wave of breso, rebelez b'nyakav aymer, he says, harisha ba'al nashim harbe, a person who's bo'al many women, ben yodeal ezu mehen ba, he doesn't know which one he was bo'al, v'chein he, also a woman, shabo'al le'an nashim harbe, many men were bo'al her, v'hein edas me'ez mehen kibla, and she doesn't know which one she's pregnant from, nimsa av noises bitai v'ach noises achaisai, turns out from here that it's very possible a father's gonna end up marrying his daughter, or a brother's gonna end up marrying his sister, and nismali kola ilim mamzerim, and the entire world is gonna be filled with mamzerim, v'alzen emar, and on that the Pasuk says, umala ha'arad zima, that the land is gonna be filled with zima, and even though this is just a case of Suffolk, we don't know 100%. Nonetheless, he's saying it's considered like everyone's a mamzer. Now, Rav will tell you that we have a different understanding of the Pasuk. This is what the Pasuk is saying. The word Zima in the Pasuk is understood as Zumahi, which one is this? Meaning, we don't know if it's a mamzer, it's considered like a mamzer Suffolk, not as a mamzer Vadai. Now, just continuing in this vein, says more than this, a person should not marry a woman in this area, and then go marry a woman in a different locale, 
Ames, Davgul, Zelazeh, perhaps the children of these two different women are going to meet up with each other. It's going to turn out that a brother is going to marry his sister because they're not going to know that they have the same father and it might turn out that his brother marries his sister. Ask Gemara, Aini, is that really so? It's really an issue for a man to marry one woman over here and another woman over there. When Rav would visit Dadashir, he would announce and say, Man Who wants to marry me for the day? Rav Nachman Kekel when Rav Nachman would visit Shechnitziv, Machrez Va'amar, he'd announce and say, Man who wants to be my wife for the day? Even though Rav and Rav Nachman had families where they were coming from, when they would go to Dardashir or Shechnitziv, they would take other wives on over there. The Gemara says, No, Shani Rabbanon to Pekia Shmaihu. Rabbanon are different because their names are very well known. Therefore, when they have a child in Dardashir or Shechnitziv or another place, that child is going to be called on the name of their father. This person is going to be called Ben Rav, Basar Nachman, so on and so forth. And therefore, they're never going to end up marrying their brother or their sister from a different area. But now we just ask on the situation, how is it possible that he can go into a city and get married to a woman the same day? Vamarava, Rava says, Tavulin Yosei, if a man was Tevea, a woman to get married, they were speaking about marriage, Vinispaisa, and she agreed to him, let's get married. Tzuichaleshev Shevanakim, she has to count Shevanakim, she has to count seven clean days. That's because we're afraid that a little bit of Dom came out when she said that she's willing to get married, and therefore she would have to count seven days. So how is it they could walk into town, ask a woman to get married, and get married that same day? So the answer is Rabbanon. These Rabbanon, when they were going to show up to town, they would send Shluchim seven days in advance to tell this woman that they wanted to get married, so by the time they came, the woman was already Tahar. Alternatively, we could say, These Rabbana wouldn't be physical with these women that they were marrying, they would just be Miyached with them. There's no comparison to a person that has bread in their basket to someone who doesn't have bread in their basket. If a person has bread in their basket, they have what to eat, so then food isn't constantly on their mind. The reason why these Rabbana wanted to have wives in these cities that they were in is because they didn't want to be plagued by improper thoughts. So now that they are married, and there is a technical possibility of them being with this woman, even though halakhically they would technically have to wait seven days, that's still considered paspasala. He has bread in his basket, and he's not going to have improper thoughts when he's away from his wife at home. And one more member, we have a brazer, he says, A person should not marry a woman and have in mind that he wants to divorce her. Because the Pasuk says, Don't plot evil towards your friend while he's dwelling securely with you. Now we continue to talk about this case of suffix. So let's just remember that Reuven and Shimon were brothers. Reuven died. Shimon was Meyabim the Yavama, and she had a child after seven months. This child is a Suffolk. We don't know who his father is. Is it Reuven or Shimon? In the upcoming Gemaras, this child is being called the Suffolk. So, case number one Suffolk the Yavam, Shabbat Lachlak Menechse Mesna. The Suffolk and the Yavam, which is Shimon, they're coming to divide all the Nechasim of the deceased brother of Reuven. Suffolk, Amen the Suffolk says, Anabar Mesnahu, I'm the son of the deceased brother, I'm the son of Reuven, Menechse Didihu, and his Nechasim are really mine. The Yavam, Amr the Yavam says, you're my son. And you don't have anything in these nechasim. They all belong to me. Since I'm his brother and you're my son, I get to inherit him completely and you don't get anything. So it's a psak in this case. Have a mom and a multiple suffix. This is considered money, which is multiple suffix. It's in doubt. We don't know who it belongs to. In such a case, we split it 50-50. And now another case. The suffix and the sons of the yavam, Shimon's sons, are coming to divide the property of the deceased one, meaning the property of Ruvain. Suffolk, Amr the suffix says, who Gavrabar Misnahu. This man, referring to himself, is the son of the deceased brother, and everything belongs to me. The sons of the Yavim are saying, You're our brother, and you just get a portion with us. So, the Rabbanan in front of Rabbanan Sharshi wanted to say, This is a Mishnah. We have a Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us, He doesn't yarshin them, but they yarshin him. What's that talking about? So, it's referring to a scenario where a man died or divorced his wife, and she remarried to someone totally random. Then they had a child after seven months. He's a Suffolk. Therefore, the Suffolk can't inherit anyone from husband one or two. If someone from either husband one or two 
two died, he would be considered trying to be mighty money from Avadai because the other children of husband one and two most definitely have rights to the Yerusha, but this child is a suffix, so he would need definite proof that he's a brother in order to receive a Yerusha. That's explanation that he's not going to yarshin them. But when the suffix dies, both sides, one and two, have equal claim to his Yerusha, and they would split it. That means that they would yarshin him. And Mahacha Ipcha, over here, it's the opposite of that case. Hasam over there in that case, Amrile, they would tell him, I see Raya Ushkail. You bring a Raya, and then you could take with us. Hacha Amrlehu, over here, the suffix can tell them, I see Raya Ushkulu, you bring a Raya that you take. I for sure get, because either I'm the son of Ruvain or I'm your brother, so either which way I get. So over here, it's the opposite of that case. Amrlehu of Mesharshi, or of Mesharshi, told them, Me, dummy, is that comparable? Hasam over there in Huvadai Vihu Suffolk. They're a Vadai, they for sure get to inherit, but he's just a Suffolk. He doesn't know if he comes from husband one or husband two. Hacha over here, when we're not so sure if he's Ruvain's son or Shimon's son, Idvidi Suffolk, both of them are considered a Suffolk, even though the Suffolk over here for sure gets a Yerusha, because either he's coming Mikach Ruvain or he's coming Mikach Shimon, he doesn't know how he's supposed to lay his claim. He doesn't know if he's supposed to be coming Mikach Ruvain or Mikach Shimon, so he's also considered a Suffolk. So that's not a good case to compare it to. Eli Dami if you want to compare it, Lahadami compare it to this case. This is our third case. The Suffolk and the sons of the Yavam are coming to divide the Nechassim of the Yavam, Shemin's Nechassim. The Hasim over there, Amrile, they can tell the Suffolk, I see Raya da Chunaat, you bring a Raya that you're our brother, Ushkoil, and then you can take. And now, fourth case. The Suffolk and the children of the Yavam, they're coming to divide the Nechassim of the Yavam, meaning they're coming to divide Shemin's Nechassim. After the Yavam was already involved in the division of the deceased brothers' Nechassim. Let's say we have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, their brothers. Reuven dies without children, so Shimon and Levi divide his Nechassim. Shimon takes half of his Nechassim, and now Shimon dies, and there's a fight in between the Suffolk and the sons of Shimon. B'nai Yavim Amri, the sons of the Yavim are saying, meaning Shimon's sons are saying, I see Raya Dachunaat, you bring a Raya that you're our brother, Ushkoil, then you can have a portion. Amalu Suffolk, the Suffolk tells them, Amon of Shaychu, it's Amon of Shach. Yachu if I'm your brother, then you have to give me a portion of yours. Vibar Misnahana, and if I'm the son of the deceased brother, and that's why you don't want to give me anything from your portion, Havli Palga the Palga Vuchen Badai, you have to give me the entire half that your father took originally. When your father took half of the Nechassim because he split them with Levi, he shouldn't have done it in the first place. If you're claiming that I'm really Ruvain's son and therefore I shouldn't take anything of your Yerusha, that means I get to take everything from your father because he shouldn't have taken it in the first place. So what's Allah in this case? Rabbi Abba Maravi tells us, Come Dina, we establish that original din, we stick to that original din, and we don't start going back into the old books of whether or not Shimon really should have taken the property of Ruvain, and we only deal with what's at hand. Does the Suffolk get a portion in Shimon's property or not? Now, Ravirmiya says, Hadar Dina, we have to go back to that original din, and we have to see if it was right for Shimon to take some of Ruvain's Nechassim in the first place. Now, the Gemara suggests, Liam plucked it to Admon, Rabbanon, Kamifikli. Let's say Rav Abba and Ravirmiya are arguing in the same achlik as Admon and the Rabbanon are arguing in. Then, not we have a Mishnah. Misha Achim Dina Sayyam, someone went overseas, and he lost the pathway to his field. He comes back, and he sees that the pathway that he used to have to his field is completely plowed and planted over, and his field is completely surrounded by other people's fields, and he doesn't know how to get to his field. Admin Omar, Admin says, he should take the shortest pathway to his field, and that's his pathway. He most definitely has to have access to his field. He used to before he went overseas, so now he's allowed to take the shortest path to his field. Either he could buy a pathway for 100 money, meaning he could be charged an exorbitant price to buy a path to his field, or he could fly in the air for all we care, meaning he has no rights to claim a path to his field. We ask on that. Admin is saying good. He has a very good svara. This person used to have a pathway to his field, and now he can't find it anymore. So he most definitely could take at least the shortest pathway to his field. And Vamrav Yudam Rav, Rav Yudam Rav answered on that. What are we talking about over here? 
Baruchas. That's because there's four fields surrounding his field and they're all owned by a different person and therefore he can't go up to any of them and demand a pathway through his field because the person could say, oh, really, your pathway is in the other person's field and everyone could continue pushing him off. The Gemara asks, if that's really the scenario, my time into Admain. So what's Admain's Svara? Why does Admain say that he could demand a pathway through his field? So Vamarava, Rava answers, When these four fields that surround his field are currently owned by four different people and they had purchased it from the four previous owners, or if these four fields are currently owned by four different people and they had purchased it from one owner, meaning originally it used to be that one owner owned the entire thing, everyone agrees that every individual owner could push him off and they could say, your pathway is not in our field, it's in the next person's field because each one of these fields is owned by someone different. Where there's one person that owns all the fields that surround his field, but that one person had purchased it from four separate people. So Admin Savar, Admin Hold, Matsu Armale, the person could tell him, Mikal Makim Darki Gabahu, either which way, I definitely have a pathway through one of your fields. You own all of these fields, so I definitely have a pathway in one of them. Rabbanon Savar, their button hold, the Amrle, because the owner of the fields could say, Ishaskis Shaskis. If you're gonna be quiet, then be quiet. I'll sell you a pathway for a good price. But if you're gonna make me Meshuga to give you a pathway for free, my John Star Lamarayu, I'm gonna give the star that I bought these fields back to their original owners, and you're not gonna be able to bring them to a Din Tyra because it was owned previously by four different people and you can't bring all them to Din Tyra. You don't know which one to bring to Din Tyra. So now we suggest let's say Rav Abba holds like the Rabbanan that we say Kamdina, Rav Yirmiya the Amr Kaadman, and Rav Yirmiya holds like Admin that we say Hadardina. So I'm like Rav Abba will tell you that's not SLA Raya. I know that Amr Yafilu Kaadman, I could technically pass like Admin because Ad Kaad like Amr Admin Hasam, the only reason why Admin over there says that the man could demand the pathway to his field is Al Mishum to Amr because he tells the person that owns the fields that surround his own, Manavshach, Lamr Chasam and Alfan Atab, Darki Gabachu, my pathway is definitely in one of your fields, and that's a Bari Taino, that's a definite Taino, and therefore he would have to give him a pathway. Avalhacha, but over here in the case of Suffolk, Mikael Memerhachi is able to say that he doesn't know how much money he's supposed to be demanding. You're right, Mamanavshach, he deserves something, he's either Ruven's child or Shimon's child, but he doesn't know how much to demand. Should he demand everything, or should he just demand a portion along with the brothers? And Ravimriel, Melchar Ravimriel will tell you, I know that I'm Rabbanan, I could really say like the Rabbanan, but I kind of like Rabbanan Hasam. Over there, the only reason why the Rabbanan say he's not able to demand a pathway for free is Alam Yishom Da'amrle, because the person who owns the fields could say, Ishaskis, Shaskis. If you're going to be quiet, then I'll sell you a path for a good price. Viloy, but if you're not going to be quiet, I'm just going to give all the Shtaris back to their original owners, and you're not able to bring all of them to Din Taira. But in our case, do the brothers have the ability to say that? The brothers don't have any ability to say anything to the Suffolk because we don't know where the Suffolk's coming from. So it's very possible that even according to the Rabbanon, the Suffolk would be able to demand some of the Yerusha. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a few more cases of the Suffolk against the Yavam. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.